Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 801, air date October 18th, 2020. We'll be starting shortly. We are getting people on Facebook, on Twitter, as well as YouTube. Uh, it's a little bit late. We had a, a long day today. Uh, we did a almost a 10-city tour throughout Boston, so we'll wait for people to join. Uh, I want to welcome you all. Today, I'm going to be speaking about uh, why we need to, quote unquote, stop voting and really start building a movement for truth, freedom and health. So um, I covered this with a small group of people on a uh, set of principles that I'm developing to educate people. In some ways, you could talk about about the physics of revolution or the physics of change. So I'm going to share some of that with you this evening, and I'm going to, I'm going to be doing more in-depth training as part of our educational program to really train people on how to start viewing themselves in terms of being change agents. For far too long, uh, we've been outsourcing change to other people. So we have people joining us. Uh, I, I don't have someone helping with Instagram. So those of you joining us on Instagram, great to have you. Uh, we have people coming from Arizona. Good to have you. Uh, Frank Ritchie. Hey, Frank, good to have you. Wow. There's Frank Ritchie. I think it's the same Frank Ritchie uh, down from Rhode Island, uh, Michigan. Great to have you. Good. Um, so we have, wow, we have a good number of people on. So let me start right away. So today's conversation or discussion is really going to be about why we need to stop voting and we need to really start focusing on building a movement. Because when we quote unquote vote, the mindset is someone else is going to take care of our problems. You see, and that was never the intention of the founders of the United States, or for that matter, any sense of a true democracy. And what I've shared with you over the last two or three weeks is our discovery and the discovery of others who it's happened to uh, is that fundamentally the United States voting systems are a banana republic model. There's no voter IDs. None of you listening to this, if you're in the United States, can even tell me or prove to me that you even voted. You don't get a receipt when you vote. You don't have an ID that you needed. And as we've shared, the voting systems at the technology level are fundamentally flawed. There is no evidence of what comes out is actually matching reality. In the case of our United States Senate election, the data shows so clearly that we won it on a landslide victory. However, the establishment had a candidate running against another candidate in the Democratic Party, and none of them even campaigned. And they don't need to campaign anymore because they can flip a few switches, literally in the computer code of these programs within microseconds, and they can determine who's a winner and who's a loser. So the voting systems are completely corrupt. And this doesn't, uh, it's, it's an objective fact, uh, as I've shared, and you can go see some of those election fraud videos. But what I wanna share with you today is let's start moving the mindset to a winning model because the establishment and those in power want you to judge your success and your victory, not based on uh, the standards that should be held for a success, you know, uh, or defeat or victory or a loss, but their standards, which is, do you win in their little bounded fake democracy? Because when you fundamentally look at it, when you vote, you don't know if you voted. So the input to their voting system is ambiguous no evidence, and then the output coming in can be multiplied by a factor as we've talked about. So in our case, we have 
more than ample evidence, which I'm going to be releasing more and more, showing that my votes were cut in about a half and my opponent's votes were multiplied by uh, upwards of 20% more increase. And that's what the voting systems allow. And others have talked about it, but because of my credentials and all the background I have, I'm able to reach a larger audience bringing this out. And not only that, we've actually experienced this in Massachusetts. So the issue is, given that the voting systems are flawed, why am I doing this write-in campaign? Why are we doing this write-in campaign? Okay, why are we doing this? And you have to be a, a, a conscious agent of change. We don't want you to be sheep. You know, adolescent thinking or kindergarten thinking is, oh my God, why is Shiva running? You know, as a write-in, he's going to take votes away from one person to the other. No, that's an adolescent way of thinking. Some idiots call that splitting the vote. No, the issue is they, you follow, you vote for one of them, quote unquote, vote for them, you're slitting your own throats. It's like basically they want to corral you down at the establishment slaughterhouse. And when someone like me comes along to run a write-in campaign, not to just win a U.S. Senate election, but to advance your political consciousness to start realizing this write-in campaign is about a mobilization of a bottoms-up movement. That's what this is about. We're not here to convince you. We're here to recruit people and attract people who are politically aware. And the purpose of the movement here for truth, freedom, and health is to provide you a framework so each one of you can be conscious warriors for truth, freedom, and health. So I'm a catalyst, I'm an educator, but the goal is to make all of you leaders. So each one of you in your communities can become beacons of light to educate others. So I'm gonna walk you through uh, something I've talked about, but I try to refine it in, in, in today's talk. So each one of you can start becoming confident warriors for truth, freedom and health. And over the next few weeks, as a part of our campaign, um, our goal and my goal is to start educating you. And the cool thing is I've been developing these tools for a long time. It's just so happened I decided to run for office and all of those uh, the educational tools I've built are converging. So before I do that, just want to, uh, again, welcome people who are joining. Um, but let me just give a quick uh, overview where we're at with the campaign. Today, we had an amazing day. It was a long day. Uh, as many of you know, we did a rolling rally throughout Boston. We are doing this write-in campaign, which means anyone can take their pen. The pen is mightier than the sword. And just like the founders who signed on the Declaration of Independence, they weren't voting for Washington or voting for somebody. They were signing with, with their pen, putting their lives on the line, saying that they were going to break away from that old system. And by signing up and telling your friends, wherever you are, to write in Dr. Shiva for U.S. Senate, you're saying we're breaking away from that old Tweedledee, Tweedledum. You know, we're going beyond black and white. We're going beyond left and right to start building our movement, a working people's movement. And that's what this is about. So that's what the write-in really means. It's not just a U.S. Senate election. It's saying that you are going to take your own destiny into your hands, that you're going to become leaders. And as a part of that campaign, um, you know, we have this uh, video up that we put up. It's called the election fraud video. I encourage everyone to go see it. And all of you out there, you can also volunteer. But this is not volunteering, again, for Senate election. You're volunteering to start learning, start controlling your own destiny. So when you volunteer, anyone out there, you can volunteer. We need people to make phone calls to let everyone know that we didn't run away, that we're still running this write-in campaign. So if you go to shiva 
slash volunteer. You can literally, those who want to help make phone calls can click on the, I would like to make phone calls. And we encourage you to all do that. We need another 20 people to help us make phone calls. So please do that. The other thing is, um, I've been saying this a lot and, and, and is that we need people to donate. We want to raise about another 200 grand to take out TV and radio ads. So we need about, um, 50,000 people to donate is five bucks or 5,000 people to donate $50, whichever works uh, for anyone out there. So please do that. And when you donate to the campaign, as you can see, each one of you gets the book System and Revolution, which will teach you and I'm, systems principles. And you can apply those principles to politics. You can apply that to your health, your body. And in this, when you, and by the way, this used to be 25 bucks. Those of you want to support us, when you donate, you get the ebook System and Revolution but you also get access to this very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System. And Your Body, Your System really starts helping you look at your body as a system. And I'm gonna come back to you where you can use the principles of systems thinking to understand what kind of body you are. And that is denoted by this red dot. And I'm gonna come back to this. I've talked about it before, but I'm gonna share with you more details. The black dot designates how you've deviated from you. And then you can use this technology and systems thinking to really figure out how you can manipulate inputs into your body, your system, to bring you back to you, right? But that's just a background. So again, what I want to talk about is why we need to build a movement for truth, freedom, and health. We got to get away every two years or every four years that that's when we awaken to become political. Being political is an aspect of being a human being. And but you need to have a framework. Otherwise, we keep getting bamboozled by a Republican or a Democrat, left and right, black and white. And it's time we move beyond that. Look at what's going on around us. If you're a working person, if you work hard, your wages have been squeezed over the last 50 years. If you're making an average median wage of $50,000, you should be making $120,000. So all of us, less than the 10% upper uh, income distribution, all of our incomes have been squeezed and that squeezing, which has been around $50 trillion, has been sent upward. You look at infrastructure in the United States is now a D plus in Massachusetts. It's an F minus minus. So things are improving for a very small set of people, not for the majority of people, be it black or white. So I'm going to switch gears right now. And I want to share with you why I shared this triangle here. If you remember, I just shared this very interesting triangle here, which is the foundations of when I teach systems health, which everyone should be uh, taking and learning. And I'll talk more about that. But when you look at this triangle, this triangle comes from my real deep research for 20 to 30 years, really trying to integrate what was going on in the Eastern systems of medicine and engineering systems theory. And the profound discovery I made is that the traditional systems of medicine were not a system of medicine. They were actually a system of engineering principles. And those principles you can apply to any system. And we're gonna come back to that, but that's why we'll come back to this triangle, why it's important. Okay, but let me just take a step back to this concept of truth, freedom, and health that I shared at the uh, lecture I did. So let's start right here. Um, so we go to this. So you've heard me talk about truth, freedom, and health. What do I mean by that? So the notion of truth, freedom, and health is not simply words or political slogan. It's founded on some very powerful systems theory. You see, for many, many centuries, people have been trying to figure out how do you cause political change to advance our freedom, 
our truth or our health. This goes back to slave times when we were in chains and people would organize, you know, and they would make some dent in moving forward. And then they would organize and make some dent. And in that process of human beings trying to achieve liberation over the many years, um, there were different political theories. So you had the theory of John Locke or the, the uh, theory of the, uh, those involved in the Enlightenment, you know, the theory of Karl Marx or the theory of uh, revolutionaries. And I've studied all of them, left and right. You know, it, to me, it's been a scientific study. You know, study the works of Che Guevara, study the works of Karl Marx, or study the works of Thomas Paine. In fact, some numbskulls try to categorize me into this or that. But I'm a student of political change, political revolution or physics of revolution. And what I noticed is over those many years, the people who tried to do change based it on some type of science. But the science that they based it on was uh, missing what we call general systems theory, which really came out in around the 20s or the 30s. So many of the things, the way they attempted to do change, no matter how sincere many of those were, were always based on a top-down model, that you had a centralized set of people who were the enlightened people, and they were going to tell the rest of us what to do. And in my research of political theory, as well as science and system science, the interesting discovery that I made, which I put into System and Revolution, the book over there, was this. Around the 50s, there was some very profound research um, by a gentleman, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, Pergroni, who won, I believe, the Nobel Prize in 1957. And Pergroni found that there was something more profound than what he called mechanistic approaches to looking at the world, Newtonian mechanics or the world of Einstein. Simply put, that it's not just A causes B, B causes C, and then you can predict what's going to happen. He found something interesting, the concept of self organizing systems, self-organizing systems. And what that meant was, put it simply, an interesting experiment that he describes or people have described of his work is imagine taking a pot of oil. You take a pot of oil and you put it on, on the stove, okay? So you have the oil, the pan is the thing that's holding that oil, which can move, etc. And now you start applying some heat. So that heat starts converting the state of that oil and it starts bubbling, right? So initially when you're looking at that oil, you see a whole bunch of random bubbles. But at a certain point, at a certain temperature, those bubbles form into beautiful patterns. And he called those patterns a self-organizing system. You see, it went from randomness, entropy, to a system. Each oil molecule, as the oil was heating, heating up, could make its own decision. But at a certain point, it formed a tessellation or a hexagonal pattern, for example. And then you heated it up more. It went back into a random state. And at a certain point, it formed a pattern. So what, why am I bringing all this up? Well, political change, we've always thought about it as some messiah is going to come. Some politician is going to happen. And if you start looking at the universe of all of us, inclusive, and you apply those principles of self-organizing systems, which appears to occur throughout nature to us, which we are part of nature. So you start saying, wait a minute, it's not someone coming top down, but it is this phenomenon, phenomenon that occurs bottoms up where when done right at the right temperature, systems can change. So we today are at a certain organizing system. And if we want to take the system to another set of change or another state, 
you have to start changing the conditions. So I see my role as more of a catalyst, not someone who's going to tell you what to do. And the idea is for each one of you to become leaders. So when I developed the, the concept of the educational system of truth, freedom, and health, let me go back to that. When you start really looking at it, this has a lot of profound science behind it. And the science is to start manifesting each one of you to be an agent of change in your own community, but you need to have a political theory. So I wanna give you a framework on that. So you have people who are into the second amendment, your people into fighting for innovation, you know, you're, you have people fighting for, you know, systems of healthcare. And each one of those groups have typically been separate. So when you look at this diagram, the framework here is that we need to begin with freedom. Freedom, as you're going to understand, is the ability to move the, the, the transport aspect, which will come to general systems theory. But freedom is what enables us to have the ability to actually move. Okay. So freedom allows, and why is this movement important? Because with freedom, we can have movement of discourse, movement of information, open movement of information, open discourse and debate. And that allows us to practice a scientific method. So typically those who've been fighting for freedom have been, let's say the first amendment people or the second amendment people in their little cubby holes. But fundamentally freedom is necessary so we can actually have discourse, which lets us do science. And what is science? Science is the ability for us to look at the world, right? Where we look at the world and we make observations and we apply a hypothesis to those ob observations. Why does the apple fall from the tree? And then we say, well, I think it occurs because of this. Maybe there's something called gravity, all right? That's what Newton did. And then we do experimentation to prove that hypothesis out. And if the experiments result in a model which matches the hypothesis, you call that a law, okay? And that's how you get to truth. And what's important is once you have truth, you can actually then identify what the real problem is. And from the real problem, we can then go to identify a real solution. And from that real solution, we can then get, get health, the health that we deserve, and the health provides us the strength to fight for our freedom, okay? So that's what this is really about. So you start with you know, the scientific method, which lets us get to truth, truth and, and finding the real problem. From the real problem, we get a real solution um, and we get to health, and then health helps us have the strength to fight for freedom. So that's what uh, I really wanted to share. What truth, freedom, and health are interconnected. But you have to have the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, which helps us get to truth. And with truth, we can identify the real problem, be it for our body or our infrastructure, and then we can get to real solutions. But we need health to fight for freedom, okay? So that's what the notion of truth, freedom, and health is. Now I'm gonna go a little bit more deeper. In general systems theory, one of the important things is that everything in the universe can be thought of about three phenomenon transport, the movement of objects. You know, I'm talking to you and information is being moved through my voice into the microphone that gets converted to, uh, you know, electronic signals, which are then transmitted to you. And then you're receiving information, but this is all the phenomenon of what we call transport. Okay. Transport of information or matter or energy. And this occurs everywhere. Um, the other phenomenon we call conversion. So when we look at the conversion of things, transport, if transport is really freedom or liberty or movement, 
That's what transport means. Because with freedom, we can have movement. With liberty, we can have movement of information, ideas, etc. But why is this important? Because with the, the ability to have ideas and ability to come up with hypotheses, we can then convert that. That's the aspect of conversion of those ideas into a business. So for example, you, you, if you're an innovation, you could take an idea and convert it to a business or a hypothesis through the scientific method gets converted to a scientific law. By the way, this concept of conversion, you can apply it to anything. Just like the transport, conversion could be you take energy. You know, a solar cell takes light energy and it converts it to electricity, okay? So these, these aspects of transport, conversion, and storage, we're gonna learn, appear throughout nature in all systems. That's why truth, freedom, and health is based on a scientific understanding, okay? It's not just a slogan. Uh, uh, but conversion is extremely important. Freedom is important because we're able to take things and convert them. It's an aspect of nature. But once you have conversion, you can really, uh, all of transport, which is a motion of things, the conversion of things cannot exist without infrastructure. And that's what the aspect of storage and structure is. So let me give you a simple example. If you wake up in the morning and you make a bowl of oatmeal, okay, which seems like, like a simple thing, the bowl is a structural element which allows the fire, which is a conversion element, and in that pot is literally the stuff that you're stirring, the ingredients that you put in, okay? So the movement of the spoon as you're stirring it is a transport element. The conversion element is the fire, which converts that raw oatmeal to something cooked. And then the storage element is the pot. Very simple. You can apply those principles, transport, conversion, storage, to your computer. Your computer has the ability to, you, you, you click on the keyboard, you're transporting information, which then comes on the display. Your CPU converts the information, one plus one, it gives you a two, that's a conversion aspect. And then you have the ability to store it on a USB drive or RAM storage. So these aspects of transport, conversion and storage occur all throughout nature. So that's the important point I wanna share with you here. The other part is, if you start thinking about this, transport is really freedom. Conversion is really innovation. You take an idea and you create a business. And infrastructure is really the storage. So if you look at a society, we need to have transport, conversion, and storage. We need to have freedom, the ability to move, move information, have ideas. We need to be able to have innovation, conversion of an idea to the things that we see, to creating things, and we need to have infrastructure which is a vessel in which all of this can take place. I hope this is making sense. So from a, what I call this the physics of revolution, when you start looking at it, all these things are connected. And what's really fascinating is what I've just shared with you goes back to traditional systems of medicine. These aspects of transport, conversion, and storage, believe it or not, in the traditional Indian systems of medicine, they were called Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. In, in the Indian system of medicine, which many Indians don't even know, that it's not a system of medicine. It's actually a system of understanding all things. Vata is the aspects of transport. Pitta is the aspects of conversion. And Kapha is the aspect of storage. That's why when I created this capability for all of you to start understanding, uh, you know, the systems around you, your body, your system, by the way, uh, which I hope everyone takes advantage of, it's really part of... Uh, what I want to teach people as a part of our movement. So when we talk about a movement, this movement, the movement that we're doing 
for building our campaign or, or building the Shiva for Senate movement, this is not about voting. This is a, this writing campaign is saying, look, I want to become a conscious human being. I'm not just going to become some fool or be some dumb animal being led down a corral to be slaughtered by the Republicans or the Democrats, by black and white, by left and right. This campaign in Massachusetts, and it's not just a Massachusetts campaign, we're the tip of the spear of a movement, which is saying the election systems are fraud, okay? The establishment wants to force vaccinate us. The establishment lies to us. They've been fear-mongering us about this COVID vaccine. They haven't been telling us the truth. And when we sincerely build a bottoms-up movement, thinking that we're going to participate in their voting system, they can throw a switch and screw us. That's what they did. Because they don't want you or I, one of us, to win. It's a rigged system. So how do we win? Well, we got to go outside of the system. This write-in campaign is telling people, look, start going outside of the system. And outside of the system means we collectively start mobilizing. So symbolically, when we take this pen, which is the pen is mightier than the sword, and we write in Dr. Shiva for Senate, this is not just about a U.S. Senate campaign. This is saying, I'm done with your system. I'm done with voting for any of you. I'm into mobilizing a movement. And that's what we're doing. But that mobilization is about driving a movement for truth, freedom, and health, which says we need freedom. That's why we created the Digital Rights Act. We need truth. And we need to essentially destroy the establishment of academia, which doesn't allow us to have truth. We call that the Citizen Science Act. And then we need to eliminate middlemen in the healthcare system. We need to eliminate middlemen in the corrupt system. Not Healthcare not only means, uh, you know, infrastructure doesn't only mean the physical framework, that's one part of infrastructure, but the outer framework, the infrastructure of our societies, which are crumbling. Massachusetts got an F minus minus. So when you start looking at this movement for truth, freedom and health, our goal is to unleash all of you to start becoming truth, freedom, and health warriors. And I've put together an educational plan. You know, it begins with the systems and revolution program, starting you to understand your body as a system. And, and beyond that, our intention is to, is to educate all of you into become what I call truth, freedom, and health warriors. My goal is to train all of you. So as a part of our campaign, one of the things I've done is anyone who donates, you know, more than um, anyone who wants to donate to the campaign, by the way, you don't have to, but anyone who wants to uh, donate more than $50, I want to give you the opportunity to start getting trained on an entire system health program. I'm, I'm going to just share that with you. I'm going to bring it up here. And that program is what I want to start training each one of you to start becoming truth, freedom, and health warriors. So let me go here. So this is something I've built, but Anyone who donates 50 or more, we get full access to what I call the uh, foundations of systems training. It's typically 250 is but a part of the campaign. You get it for 50 bucks. You learn the foundations of systems theory. You understand how to use the tool. You understand the physics of truth, freedom, and health. Some of it what I've shared. But the goal at this point is to start recognizing that we need to educate leaders for a new movement. The old movements. It's basically completely corrupt, guys, and ladies and gentlemen. It's based on the fact that in the United States, those voting systems store our votes as decimals. The fact that the voting systems 
are fundamentally have the ability to multiply my votes by a fraction and increase other people's votes, that should get very people, people not only angered, but making you realize we're never going to win on their battleground. Anyone who says, oh, you're running to split the votes, that person's a fool because they're, they want to slit your throats. They don't want to split the votes. They want to slit your throats by driving you to a system where you can never win. That's why I wanted to really emphasize that what we're doing in Massachusetts, what we're doing with the Truth, Freedom and Health movement, which has now gone global, not only in Massachusetts, but nationally, is really about building a movement. So this is not the end all and be all, but anyone who writes in or all of you out there, wherever you are in, in, outside of the United States, inside of the United States, but not in Massachusetts, you need to encourage everyone in Massachusetts to write in Shiva for Senate and tell them when they're writing in that they are changing their political consciousness. We're raising people's consciousness. We don't want people to be at the kindergarten level. If people want to keep voting for Tweedledee and Tweedledum, if they want to, you know, think in the left, right, black and white narrative, well, they're frankly dopes and let them stay there. We don't have time to take people who are at the kindergarten level and try to elevate them to a PhD level. They are where they are, but those of you who wanna elevate yourself, you can be magnets for bringing other people along. My goal is to be an educator to support this process. Everyone's at a level, but we're at a point right now, we can't be at a kindergarten or an adolescent level politically. People need to recognize that we need to elevate our consciousness. And that elevation means each one of you starts becoming leaders. And what I wanted to share tonight in closing is that this concept that I've built here for all of you to understand this interconnection between this, frankly, general systems theory, transport, conversion, and storage relates directly to truth, freedom, and health, okay? Freedom is the aspect of movement, conversion. That's how we get to truth. We take ideas, hypothesis, and we find truth. In, you know, we go through the process of getting truth. Storage and structure, which appear in all systems in the universe, really relate best to health. Health means healthy society, healthy body, healthy infrastructure. So there's a science to this. And so I'm very pleased, uh, and I'll keep refining this ability to articulate this to you, but the idea is you need to have a political theory. And the political scientists neither know science nor politics, okay? But engineers, plumbers, electricians, mothers, those of you who have to live in reality, this starts giving you a framework so you can start confidently, not having to follow a dumb, stupid politician lawyer, but start following actual science and engineering principles to understand the world. Truth, freedom, and health. Transport, conversion, storage, vata, pitta, kapha. And that's why in closing, when I built the capability uh, for, you know, the as a part of our campaign, the goal was to really start educating you so those people who supported the campaign. And by the way, everyone listening, you gotta let everyone know in Massachusetts, the election is happening now, that don't vote for the other fools for United States Senate, have them write in Dr. Shiva in the section for Senator in Congress, have them write in Shiva, Dr. Shiva, Dr. Shiva, and they need to circle the oval. That's the first step of raising people's political consciousness. And the other piece is, those of you out there, please take advantage of this. Anyone who gives $5, A, you can support yourself because you can really learn this tool, System and Revolution. You can get access to 
I'm sorry, the ebook system revolution. You can get access to the tool where you can apply these principles to understand your own body. And those people, if you want to donate $50 or more, um, I want to also give you access to the entire system self course. It's an online course I've developed. You learn a ton of things. You learn all these courses. In fact, the way the course is structured, it's a learn, teach, and serve model. You go through the 10 hours of course material. You also get the book, but you also get certified because my goal, and you get access to a portal, a dashboard where you can teach other people. It's called the learn, teach, and serve model. So that's what I wanted to tell today. We got to stop voting, okay? We got to start mobilizing. So, you know, when you think about this election period, start thinking about you becoming leaders, not followers. You not waiting every two years to suddenly get involved in politics. You recognizing that it's important that you start becoming part of the movement. And the contribution I've made is I've created an infrastructure, a, a political theoretical framework where, you know, your creative creativity can flower, but give you concepts like decentralization, the not so obvious establishment, and, you know, eliminate middlemen. These concepts are what we should look at. Anyway, I let me see if we have any questions out there. I'm ready to mobilize. Excellent, Margaret. Fantastic. That's what we need. You know, we need, imagine, look, and I believe what, what really is powerful here is, you know, if you look at history, you know, there was one Jesus, one Buddha, one enlightened human being, politically conscious, can do vast amounts of good for the world than a bunch of sheep. So the goal is if we can raise our political consciousness, and what I want to give you is a, a scientific framework for that, an engineering framework, so we don't make mistakes. So, for example, people who blindly follow the Kennedys, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., was a complete misleader. You know, the entire, that's why we have forced vaccinations now, because he misled led the movement, okay? This guy endorsed Hillary Clinton, the not-so-obvious establishment. That's an engineering concept that you can learn so you don't get fooled. Same thing on the right-wing right, right wing side, okay? We have a lot of political misleaders who talk a good game, but at the end of the day, they basically corral people back into one wing of the establishment as these other people do. We need to build independent, we need to mobilize an independent movement based on the political theory that working people must unite. If you look at the history of change, it's never come top down. If you go back to the 1800s in the United States or the early 1900s, it was working people mobilizing, independent of both political parties that put the fear of God into them. And that's what we need to do. We need to mobilize a new movement. And that's essentially the innovation that I wanna bring and, and the political theoretical framework. So our goal is the write-in campaign is about mobilizing you to raise your political consciousness because we're never gonna win on their battleground, never. They own all the levers, they own everything. But that doesn't mean we get depressed. Some people say, oh my God, I'm gonna be nihilistic, I'm gonna be cynical. Uh-uh, that's why we didn't, we didn't walk away, we didn't get depressed. We all knew that we had won this campaign and all of us in our campaign knew that the only way that they were gonna win was through fraud. And that's what they did. And, but they did the fraud to the wrong people. Because of all of you, because of all the support you gave us, we're gonna escalate this movement. Just like that boiling pot, we're gonna boil it more. We're gonna take it to a different system dynamics. That's what we're doing. So I hope all of you um, understand what's going on. Someone said, I never thought about it that way. Exactly. 
Well, as someone's saying how, write them in. Exactly, you should write in. So remember, when you write in, what you're saying is you're raising your political consciousness. It's not typically when, you know, if there's a third candidate or an independent party, the two parties say, oh, we don't want to split the vote. No, they want to slit your throat. That's what they really want to do. So they talk about splitting the vote. Both of them are together in Massachusetts. The Republican mass GOP, completely corrupt party. They work together with the Democrats. Together, they're one. They have their charlatans on the right and the charlatans on the left who talk, talk, talk as though they're attacking one wing of the establishment, but they're actually one. And this is called the not so obvious establishment. Not me, Dr. Shiva, faith in you. Great, Mr. Boston, good to have you. Uh, let's see. Let's see, do you think elections will matter as much as I hear no matter? Uh, whiskey Rebellion, yep. I would be wrong in assuming you feel there's no room for grit. We are so full of ourselves. That's true. The selection is made in the primaries. Exactly. Exactly. James Gosha, the select. So that's what they do. You see, they get doofus one and doofus two in the primaries. We ran our election like a general election campaign because of all of your support. We had 20,000 plus donations. We have 500 plus standouts. 3,000 plus volunteers came to, to our aid. 10,000 lawn signs. The other guy had nothing. And they, they don't need to campaign anymore. Listen to me. These people don't even need to campaign anymore because they don't want to spend their money. So all they need to do is they can manipulate with a flip of a switch in the voting systems. Remember what I shared with you. In every city we got information on, there were more votes than voters. Election fraud took place in Massachusetts. And when one of us comes bottoms up, that's what they will do. Now, if it's, if it's one idiot against another idiot, they'll let him play and they'll call it democracy. That's fake democracy. What we have in the United States is controlled democracy. Controlled. It's like WWF wrestling. Doofus one and doofus two. If a real fighter comes, uh-uh, that's going to screw up their game. Okay? So that's what we have. So the only way out of this, the only way out is, you know, opening, you know, again, the only way out, just like what I'm trying to say is people are being led down a corral to be slaughtered, to slit their throat by voting for A or B. The only way out is to open that door and get the hell out. And the only way out is to build a movement. So I can't overemphasize our writing campaign is about building a movement. Everyone who writes in is saying, I've had enough. I'm not going to go that way. I believe in mobilizing a movement, which means working people unite beyond black and white, beyond left and right for the principles of truth, freedom and health. Let me say it again. Working people unite beyond left and right, beyond black and white for truth, freedom and health. That's really the powerful slogan. That's really the powerful essence of what we need, what must be done. And it's going to require us to get off our buns. It's going to require us to go on the ground. You know, today we hit 12 different cities, amazing volunteers. And we met with people. We gave out thousands of these cards. Yes, it's a lot of work, but that's what we got to do. There's no savior going to come do this for us. We have to get on the ground. We have to interconnect with our neighbors. And every interconnection is a victory. That's how we measure our victory. We can never measure our victory on their voting grounds because they own it. But we can measure our victory on the streets, how many people we mobilize, 
how many people's political consciousness we raise. That's victory. And that's why people need to write in. So wherever you are, if you're outside of the United States, tell your friends in Massachusetts to raise their political consciousness, help them, teach them, educate them, have them write in. If you're outside of Massachusetts, call your friends today. Elections are going on now. It's really simple. They just go to the back. We just put it right there. If you can see there, they write in Dr. Shiva for US Senate and they need to fill in the oval. That's the action. And those of you who want to help us, please write to me, V as in Victor A, Shiva, S-H-I, V as in Victor A. Let me put it up here. I think we have a banner that I can put up here. Let's see what banners we got that we can toss up. Comments. Uh, are you a volunteer? All right, let's put up banners here. Let's see what we got here. Yep, so just to let you know, the write-in campaign, you can go to shivaforsenate.com and you can vote right there. If people want to become a volunteer, you can email me directly at V as in Victor A, V-A Shiva, S-H-I-V as in Victor A, dot com, V-A Shiva at V-A Shiva dot com. That's what we got to do. We got to mobilize a movement, bottoms up. The good thing is I've spent 50 years creating the framework, creating the science and my goal is to educate all of you so you don't become followers like on Twitter or Facebook, but you become leaders, leaders for truth, freedom, and health. We put together, together an educational program as a part of this movement. We're going to roll it out. We're going to create a community on our own platform because we can't trust Twitter. We can't trust Facebook. So you're going to be hearing more about the platform that I've created for you guys. So anyway, remember, right now, we're on a mission. It's not just about a yes. We're running for U.S. Senate. But it's more than that. It's about mobilizing a movement. So I hope this has helped all of you understand, you know, from a, a integrity standpoint, from a system standpoint, what we're doing. Let's see if there's any other questions here we have. All right, great. Someone says, are you on the ballot? If not, keep running for mayor, governor. Don't quit. I repeat, do not quit. This is your first time. You learn very fast. Use your program to find a cure for cancer virus. That's our way to victory. Exactly. Look, we're going to be putting together almost like a community program you're going to hear about where people can um, uh, be part of a community. I'm going to share information. We're actually going to share more content from Cytosol with all of you so people can start taking care of their health. So we're going to have a direct channel for people to uh, move and get truth, freedom, and health today, not wait. Anyway, thank you, everyone. It was a very long day. It's around 10 after 11. Um, and again, email me. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to get back to the vaccine topic and the infrastructure topic people have asked. But if you want me to do any specific videos, I'm going to be doing videos every night again. Uh, we have our other volunteers helping with our ground campaign and our calling campaign. So it frees me up to start doing my videos again. Anyway, thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Be well. Thank you, everyone on Instagram. YouTube, Twitter, as well as Facebook. Thank you.